This episode of Full Armor Radio is brought to you by CR101 Radio Network. CR101 Radio Network is a Christian reconstruction internet radio station that hosts and broadcasts lectures, sermons, and podcasts 24-7. You can learn more at CR101Radio.com. We're also brought to you by GCS Apprenticeship Program, which is dedicated to training the next generation of Christian teachers so they can own and operate successful and profitable Christian schools. You can learn more at gcsapprenticeship.com. And now to the show. Hello and welcome to Full Armor Radio. I'm your host, John O'Rourke. It's good to be back doing the podcast with you today. Um, so today I wanted to talk about um, Gandhi, Mahatma Gandhi. Um, it's I've, I've seen a, a thing going around um, on Facebook by um, some Christians. It's probably not something that's that's trending or anything, but I've seen it a couple times and I, and it, I thought it'd be worthwhile to respond to. I think... This episode will probably be a, a shorter episode, but I think it's important for us to, to understand this. I want to respond to uh, Gandhi's objection to Christianity, um, because it's actually an objection that's very common. It's a very common objection, and um, Christians are saying, oh, oh, we need to you know, fix the things that, Ga- that Gandhi says, and, and kind of acting like Gandhi's um, objection is legitimate. Um, in terms of a reason to reject Christianity, so let's let's break it down a little bit. I'm, I'm going to say that there are there are some there's some element of truth to what Gandhi says, and then but ultimately it's it's not a rational reason to reject uh, Christianity um, as a whole. It's actually an, an irrelevant um, thing when it comes to whether or not Christianity is true. It's an irrelevant thesis fallacy. So I guess without any further ado, let's just go ahead and look at these uh, these quotes. I have them up in, in pictures here. So the first one there um, on the left of the screen, a little interview with Gandhi. Somebody asked him, Mr. Gandhi, though you quote the words of Christ often, why is it that you appear to so adamantly reject becoming his follower? And Gandhi replied, oh, I don't reject Christ. I love Christ. It's just that so many of you Christians are so unlike Christ. And he adds, If Christians would really live according to the teachings of Christ, as found in the Bible, all of India would be Christian today. And then he has the, a very similar quote on the right there. I like your Christ. I do not like your Christians. Your Christians are so unlike your Christ. So, his claim is that he loves Jesus, but because Christians don't act like Jesus, therefore he's not going to become a Christian. Um, there's a there's a obviously very big problems um, here. So let's let's break it down. He's saying I don't reject Christ. Let's let's examine that claim first. Um, does anybody who does not believe everybody who does not believe in Christ rejects Christ? Either you trust in Him as your Savior and honor Him as the Lord, or you don't. It's really one or the other. Uh, Gandhi was not a Christian, so he does reject Christ. And that's no surprise. Um, it's really important to understand the nature of man, the sinful nature of man. I'm going to pull up some Bible verses here. This is from a book called uh, The Doctrines of Grace. It's, it's a categorized scripture list. And I want to point out some of these verses here. 
um, under the category of, of man is naturally blinded and corrupt in his heart. So Genesis 6, 5, the Lord saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. That's man. That's man. Man has an evil heart who has evil intentions. Um, let's go down to um, Jeremiah seventeen nine. The heart, the heart is deceit, deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? So the heart is very sinful. It's very deceitful, lying. Who can understand the heart of man? It's so corrupt and so deceitful, so twisted. Mark 7, 21 to 23, this is Jesus speaking. For from within, out of the heart of man, comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. See, it comes from the heart. The heart is evil, and out of that evil heart comes all of these sins. Uh, John three nineteen to 21 this is the judgment. The light has come into the world. That's Jesus. The light has come into the world, and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their eeds, their deeds were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his deeds have been carried out in or by God. This is the crux of the issue for Gandhi. He's saying, no, I love Jesus. Well, if he really loved Jesus, he would go to him and be saved, but he, did, he didn't do that. See, the reason that people reject Christ, so they, they reject the light that's coming to the world, they love, because they love the darkness rather than the light, because they're evil, because they have evil hearts. Human beings, all of us, naturally, apart from being born again, have evil hearts. And therefore, we want nothing to do with Jesus. We want absolutely nothing to do with him. Because we'd rather sin. We'd rather stay in our sin. They love the darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. Romans 8, 7 and 8. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. For it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You see, those who are not born again, which is those in the flesh, those who are in the natural sinful state, um, they're hostile to God. They don't love Jesus. They hate Jesus. They hate God. Gandhi didn't love Jesus. He hated Jesus. If he loved Jesus, he would have been a believer in Jesus and trusted in him. But he didn't. Right? Ephesians 4, 17 and 19 also describes um, man apart from conversion. Now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. Right? So the, the unconverted sinner is futile, darkened in their understanding. Okay? They don't understand the gospel. They don't understand Jesus. They don't trust in him. Right? Man is also naturally a slave to sin and to Satan. John 8, 34, Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. In John 8, 44, 
he says this to to Jews. He says um, to people he was talking to, people who thought that they were saved or in God's favor simply because they were Jews, because they were in the the line of Abraham. And he's saying, no, that's not doesn't count for you just because you're you have Abraham as your forefather, according to the flesh, it means nothing. He says to them, no, you are of your father of you are of your father the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he has nothing to do with the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Right? So when somebody is is not converted, not set free from slavery to sin and slavery to Satan, they do Satan's will. They do his desires. He says, your will is to do your father's desires, the devil, the devil's desires, which is to sin, to reject Jesus. So Gandhi, being a slave to sin just like everyone else, didn't love Jesus. He rejected Jesus. Let's go down. Titus 3 3. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. So, looking at some of those, those passages, we looked at Gandhi saying, I don't reject Christ, I love Christ. No, he didn't. He didn't love Christ. See, it's only those who are born again. It's only those whom the Father draws to himself are the ones that, that will be saved. Listen to, um, to John, what Jesus said in John 6, in John six forty four, He says, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I'll raise him up on the last day. You see, the only way that anybody will go to Jesus is if they're drawn by his effectual calling, his special grace for them. See, people don't naturally love Jesus. They naturally hate him, and there's nothing that will change them except for God drawing them to Jesus. That's the only way. Giving them a new heart, making them born again, gives them new desires. It makes them you know, desire um, Christ to receive him as he's offered in the gospel. You have um, Ezekiel, Ezekiel chapter 36. You have another, uh, another description of the human heart in verse um, 26. And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey all my rules. So, Naturally, man has a heart of stone, not a heart of flesh. A heart of stone is hardened against God. But God says, I'll take that out and give you a new heart, a heart that's pliable, a heart that follows after God, that actually does love God. So he says, um, Gandhi says, I love Christ. It's just that so many of you Christians are so unlike Christ. And that's, that's the main objection here. It's, I would be a Christian if only Christians were more like Jesus. See, that's, that's the problem. People, you don't become a Christian because of the faithfulness or lack of faithfulness of professing Christians. You go, you go to Christ because of Christ. You don't go to Christ because of Christians. You go to Christ for Christ. And I have known personally many hypocritical professing Christians. They're, they're fake Christians. They're not true Christians. They call themselves Christians, but they're not born again. They don't really trust in Jesus. It's just 
um, a Christian in name only. So there's a such thing as a hypocritical Christian. Uh, we don't deny that. That has nothing to do with whether Jesus is the only Savior of the world and the Lord of all. It has nothing to do with that. People who pretend to be Christians has no relevance to whether or not Christianity is true. So how many times have I heard, well, I don't like Christianity because I've been hurt by people who are Christians. It's like, okay, well, I'm really, I'm, I'm truly sorry that professing Christians have hurt you in whatever way they've hurt you, honestly. Um, they, it could be fake Christians who have done that, or it could be real Christians who have sinned against you in some way. However, that has no relevance to whether Jesus is the Messiah, whether he's the Christ, whether he is the Savior of the world, whether he's the one that if you repent and trust in him, you can be saved, and he's the only way of salvation. The hypocrisy of Christians or professing Christians has no relevance to the truth claims of the Bible. Right? All that proves is that people who say they're Christians can be mean, which is really no secret, is it? He said, he says, going on, if Christians would really live according to the teachings of Christ as found in the Bible, all of India would be Christian today. Well, not necessarily. Um, Christian, Christians don't believe that they can convert people. Now, if Christians lived according to the teachings of Christ, they would be going around and sharing the gospel, which certainly could and would lead to more converts uh, as, as the gospel is spread more and more and more. Um, you know, God uses those means to save people. And it's very important that we spread the gospel to all nations. But he's really more talking about living our lives in a certain way. Now, Christians, you must, if you're a real Christian, you will follow after Christ and you will strive to keep his commandments. That's just a fact. And if you don't, you're not a Christian. A born-again person will, um, will follow after God and they will strive to keep his commandments. It's just a fact. I just read Ezekiel 36, 26. He'll give, put his spirit within you and cause you to walk in his commandments. Now, I want to read a little text here. When Jesus is talking about um, the true vine and the branches in John 15, he says in John 15, verse 8, he says, By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Right? So prove to be my disciples. And he says earlier, I believe it's earlier in John, um, in John 14, let me find the verse here. In John, um, excuse me, in John 13, John 13, 35 says, by, all, by this, all people will know that you're my disciples if you have love for one another. Okay, so what do good works do? They show that we are truly Christians. Okay, the, the bearing much fruit proves that we are disciples, and people will know that we're Jesus' disciples if we love one another. Okay, that'll prove that we are Christians. It doesn't make us Christians. It demonstrates that we are truly born again Christians. So it's very important. It's very important for us to love one another and obey God's commandments. But when we fail, and we do fail, when we sin, when we're not acting loving, when we're acting self-centered and sinful, that doesn't mean that Jesus is no longer the Messiah. See, the truth claims the truth, the facts about Jesus, um, don't depend on how consistently Christians or, or professing Christians live their lives. Thank God, right? Jesus' truth claims are true regardless of whatever I do as a Christian. Even, even if somebody as a Christian is a Christian for 25 years, and then they totally renounce the faith, 
that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that the faith is is false. It just means that somebody they weren't a true Christian ultimately, and that they rejected the faith. So, this idea that I'm not I'm not a Christian because Christians are hypocrites um, is not relevant to whether Christianity is true. All it proves is that people who say they're Christians can be false. They can be fake Christians. He says, I like your Christ. I do not like your Christians. Your Christians are so unlike your Christ. Well, if we're talking about true Christians, um, a true Christian, a person who really loves God, will love Christians too. And that's that's important. That's um, um, in 1 John. <coughs> excuse me. 1 John, let me pull up the verse here. Yeah, 1 John 4, 7 is a good one. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. It says in 1 John 3, 10, By this is it evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. See, Christians love their brothers, their brothers and sisters in Christ, other Christians. Gandhi, I mean, he doesn't claim to be a Christian, but he's saying the only reason he's not a Christian is because of he hates, he doesn't like Christians. Um, see, real Christians, they love other Christians. Um, and, and, and in some way, Christians are not like Christ in some ways because they're not perfect. But in other ways, they are. They're being conformed to Christ. They're becoming more and more sanctified and acting more and more like him. But, ultimately, Gandhi saying that he loves Jesus, he doesn't. A consistent Christian, Gandhi wouldn't like, because he doesn't like Jesus. If, if a Christian is being more and more Christ-like, well, that would, Gandhi wouldn't like that, because Gandhi didn't love Jesus. He ultimately hated God, hated Jesus. That's what the Bible says about those who are in their sin and who are not born again, so that they hate God. They're hostile to God. They want nothing to do with him. And that's the reality here. So Christians, let's let's get a let's get a grasp on this, a grip on this. That Gandhi did not love Jesus. And he did reject him. He says he he said he loved Christ. No, 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 no. Only Christians love Christ. Only those who have been born again. Everybody naturally hates Christ. They'd rather stay in the darkness, remember? They reject the light because they love the darkness, because their either their deeds are evil. They'd rather sin. We love our sin, we're slaves to sin. And apart from Christ breaking that bondage to sin, we would remain in it. And we'd be glad to remain in our sin. And we'd mock at Jesus. You see, nobody's good. Nobody seeks for God. Nobody loves God. You have to be saved by grace. He has to come out there and reach for you and save you. Go after you and save you. And God does that to people by his grace. So, did Gandhi love Jesus? No, he didn't. Did Gandhi reject Christianity because Christians are hip- hypocritical? Ultimately, no. Ultimately, the reason is that he he loved his sin. The relevancy of hip, you know, it's not relevant to whether Christianity is true or not. The how Christians, whether they are are fake Christians or real Christians, whether they act hypocritically at times, so it's not relevant. Um, Christianity is true regardless of how somebody acts. It's true objectively. That's key. That's key. 
All right. So, yeah, like I said, this was not a super long episode. It looks like we're coming up on about 20 minutes. Um, but I think it's important. It's a little mini episode, I guess, just to, to deal with this sort of thing. We need to have a good theology of, of man and of salvation and um, understand why people really reject uh, the Gospels because they love their sin. So hope that was helpful. I hope that was informative for you. And, um, you know, this is, this is not um, some sort of thing to, to just single out or pick on Gandhi or anything like that. Um, of course, a very famous figure and somebody who, um, by all we can tell, was never a Christian. He says very plainly here at this time when he said these things that he's not a Christian. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's just dealing with these objections in general, but also understanding that, that Gandhi was... was um, very misinformed, um, and very, um, he, he was still a sinner, like the rest of us, he was a sinner, who ultimately hated God, um, just like everybody naturally, so I hope this is helpful, I hope this will help you answer those objections if you ever come across them, um, Christians being mean doesn't make Christianity false, um, it's not relevant, it doesn't follow logically, so again, thank you for watching and for listening. Uh, this is John O'Rourke with Full Armor Radio. You can check out the ministry at fullarmorministries.org. Armor is spelled A-R-M-O-U-R, uh, like Under Armour, the brand, or like the British way of spelling armor. It's fullarmorministries.org. You can find out about the ministry more there, the evangelism ministry that uh, we do. And um, again, we uh, you know we thank you for your prayers and for watching and listening. Um, share it with a friend. Hopefully it will be helpful to you and to others. So with that, we'll sign off. Thank you, and God bless.